At Jim K. Ford, we know that your business is your livelihood. That's why we offer a wide range of Ford commercial vehicles and Ford Pro services to meet all of your professional needs. Whether you're looking for a tough, durable pickup truck or a spacious cargo van, we have the perfect vehicle for you. And with Ford Pro, we make it easy to customize your ride with options and business solutions that are tailored to your unique requirements. Take your business to the next level. Come on down to Jim K. Ford or visit us online at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln. Okay, we're off and running. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's another episode of the SWP, episode number, I don't know, 900 and something. 1,000 is booming, though. Maybe by the end of the year. Nah, maybe not by the end of the year, but is it certainly different now that we're going off weekly versus the daily? It's fine. You don't eat up enough very much podcast real estate when you get down to it. But uh, yeah, we got lots coming up today. We're going to talk a little baseball. Uh, everybody's talking about the great Davis Schneider. Who's that? Yeah, if you listen, miss the long weekend worth of baseball, you probably don't know who that is. So we'll get into that crazy story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau with a 58. The prime minister and his wife are separating. And a whole lot more today here on the program. James is still up in Sudbury, so still in the same time zone, which is quite handy. How are you, Jimmy? Oh, Stevie, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you and I are only weekly. I'll tell you what, Russ and I are about every three months right now doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody ripping you on social media. I know. Yeah. yeah. Come to expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess you do what the money's paying you to do. <laughs> yeah yeah and you've lost your yeah. anchor your, your your producer your anchor no yeah, it's, right. it has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with it <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was you. how about this one stevie okay uh three 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 four three three four 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 two three four two is that deshambo's card that is crazy okay let me read the first part again. It's mini pot. Three, 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 three. Okay. That's uh, what was that? seven holes in a row. Okay. And then, a, a, God forbid, a four. And then two more threes through 10. So nine threes and a four. <laughs> yeah. First 10 holes. Yeah. Okay. We'll start there then. Uh, he yeah. uh, makes live golf history on Sunday. Final round of the uh, the white course at Greenbrier in West Virginia. Fired a 58 and became the fourth player on a top level tour to hit the mark. It's funny. Uh, every other person that I talked to about this brought up that whether it's a top level tour or not. To me, I don't care. I mean, it's it's set up for the pros, the best in the world. And you, you, fire, you shoot a 58 out there. That uh, that is still to be celebrated, even if you don't believe in live and what it stands for. Yeah, live live has nothing to do with taking down a golf course. Right on, exactly. You know, rip, ripping a golf course to shreds. Uh, it's more apt to happen with a par seventy. I get it. Okay, but uh, he does better than fifty nine. Shoots fifty eight. <laughs> yeah, Jim Furyk uh, did it in uh, the PGA Tour in twenty sixteen. I mean, like someone said, you know. Try and put that in perspective, Steve. How many four-man scrambles have you played in and you shoot, you come in and someone wins the thing and they shot, you know, 10 under? Yeah. Oh, God, you cheaters, you know, 10 under. You know, who does that in a four-man scramble? Uh, well, he, he did it alone and yeah. shot 12 under. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve Lloyd uh, and I did a two-man scramble in the uh, in the Sun Media Challenge. We were four over. And we thought we played not that badly. 
Right. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I have have nothing but respect for for a number like that. And but I I just the way he swings a golf club, the way he putts, even more than the actual swing, this vicious axe murderer style swing off the tee, the way he putts, it's just so awkward looking and stiff, don't you think? Well, that 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 whole thing for starters, you know, Um, but it's kind of the way golf is going, Stevie. You know, it's it's like. They, they they tried to take on golfers, you know, the the sport itself, the PGA, you know, the USGA, you know, they 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 don't like guys shooting really low numbers, right, mm-hmm. over the years. So the the biggest change in what they've tried to do to defend guys making a mockery out of a golf course is the length. Okay, so they said, okay, we're remember it crept up to seven thousand. Now it's seventy eight. <laughs> I think I think there's a course in there at eight thousand yards now. Uh, that, that, I don't know what that golf course was, but it would be in there, you know, 7,000 plus yards. So that's what the PGA tried to do. And it seems to me, Steve, that golfers are shooting lower and lower and lower numbers all the time. You know, every day, every day you, you, you look at a leaderboard in any tour, but in the PGA tour, you look at the leaderboard and you, and you go, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. There guy shot nine under, you know, today, yesterday, uh, two guys were eight, you know, uh, yeah, the Lucas Glover wins this week on the PGA, and I, I think it was twenty-two under, something like that, twenty under, yeah. right? So uh, you keep doing what you want to do, uh, golf course, and we'll just keep tearing it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I don't, yeah, not, not to mention Stevie Ruff and Speed of Greens and all that. We talk about it all the time. That. Um, you know, how, how much harder are they going to make it for golfers? What are they going to try and do? You know, but, you know, you just stop. Just just stop doing it, and look what happens this week, you know. You you want someone, you know, you're, it's all about ratings, Stevie, right? The, the TV, we got to get viewers. It's competitive yeah. now with this live. It's Everyone's being pulled in many different directions to, to try and watch network TV and broadcasts. Uh, they're thinking backwards, Steve. I, I would think that, a guy shooting 58 is 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 doing pretty well for golf. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I see the PGA. I think they just put out their 2024 schedule, and I think that includes live guys now, right? I think they're going to they're, – they're with the merger. Uh, and so, you know, people are going to watch. People are going to watch, Steve, when guys shoot 60, 58, 59, 60. Yeah, Deshambo uh, at 61 you know. in the same tournament. So it's, it's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. So anyway, let let it fly. You know, imagine, Stevie. Imagine if they went back to, you know, crazy length from twenty years ago when it was sixty four hundred yards, sixty five hundred yards. Yeah. Imagine if they ever tried that. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, for one, think that people. I, I I don't go. This is a joke. They're making a mockery out of golf. It's if you know anything about golf, you 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 know, go walk around that golf course, and you're going to go, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is that impressive? Stand on one of the tee boxes on a par four and look down the fairway going, where do you hit it here? <laughs> you know, right? And then you'll really appreciate how good they are. So I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. And at the end of the thing, uh, DeChambeau is, he's basically lining up what could be a three putt, you know, for somebody who's a hacker, absolutely right. in three putt range, Probably not for a PGA Tour player, but it does happen. It was a very long putt that he had to line up at the end. And uh, so he, he could uh, still two putt and break 60 
Uh, and of course, this is what he did. Off it goes. It's close. It's incredible! Absolutely incredible! 58! Nothing genius! Right. But, you know, all that being said, Steve, uh, and I want to ask you and get your opinion. Uh, so I'm all about it in, in golf where, where they, you know, they take down the defense. Okay, mm-hmm. really? When, when they're, they're doing this these days, they're ripping apart defenses, which is the golf course. And, you know, any, any sort of decent weather, right? They're, they're, it happens all day. We just talked about it. Um, you, you can't get that in other sports. Or, or, you know, would you like a 50-50 football game? score you know going into overtime would you would you like would you like you know a nine eight baseball game with you know et cetera et cetera basketball um on and on you know uh probably not i guess right probably not but i don't know what do you think well not consistently i think do you want to do you want to do you want six seven eight do you want 10 15 goals a game yeah i'm good with like 10 goals a game i'd be fine with that I like scoring. I'm not a guy that likes a tight defensive battle or a pitcher's duel or a goaltender battle. Um, I, I like scoring for sure, but I wouldn't want anything uh, you know, crazy or absurd or anything like that. I, and I certainly wouldn't want to see you know, a round of golf where you've got multiple guys in the minus 20s on a regular basis. Once in a while, fine. Yeah, sure. But uh, mm-hmm. bottom line is this is the best thing that's happened maybe to the live tour. In terms of just something that's happened on the course, of course, the merger is a huge deal. But in terms of an actual event that occurs or a moment on the course, this is the biggest thing that's happened to Live because I would not be talking about Live Golf right now if not for what Bryson DeChambeau had done there. Right. Uh, <clears throat> David Faraday, Steve, in a quick quote that I just read, mm-hmm. as only David Faraday could do, <laughs> He's, he went over to the Live Tour course, right, to commentate. And uh, so when asked, Stevie, are you doing this for the growth of the game? Faraday said, no, I did it for the money. <laughs> 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 that a boy, you know, I've, I'm, and I've, I got nothing against him. My point is he's, he's representing everybody, Stevie. Really? Okay. No, no, I did it for the cash. You know, now, out of the Blue Jays now, in terms of, you know, guys who are representing everybody, you know, talk about a journeyman. I and mean, he's still young and everything. David mm-hmm. Schneider is up from Buffalo to play for the Toronto Blue Jays for the long weekend at Fenway Park against the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody's thinking too much about David Schneider, although he was ripping it up down in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected what David Schneider, with his spectacles and his porn star mustache, was able to accomplish at Fenway Park on the weekend. And he gets one in the air to left. And back at the wall is Duran, and it's gone! Davis Schneider homers in his first big league at bats. Look at that smile on his face, rounding third base. They're calling him Davis Babe Schneider. Oh, are they? Oh, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do this, Steve. Do not do this. I didn't do it. I'm just saying that's what I'm seeing kind of out there. It's certainly going to kill the kid. You're going to kill him. Now, I don't know if you saw the fight this weekend in baseball. That was even that was almost as good as David Schneider. Only heard about it. Only heard about it. It was uh, 
it was something. And Tim Anderson for the Chicago White Sox has been suspended six games, and Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez got three games. It was Anderson that got knocked out almost, and he gets twice as many games as the guy who landed the punch, which I found interesting. I suppose Anderson was more of an aggressor, kind of the <laughs> instigator, I guess, like as in hockey. But here's a little clip on uh, on how it went down, and I thought Tom Hamilton, who is Cleveland's play-by-play man, did a fabulous job with the play-by-play. Here it comes. A swing and a smash to first by the diving Vaughn. Down the right field line. Kicks into the corner. Ramirez on his way to second. Head first slide. Safe and in to score is Jimenez. And another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. I love it. Awesome. And there's part of me that likes that, is, that Tim Henderson got twice as many games. It reminds me of an old video game I used to play, uh, NHL, uh, called Blades of Steel. And when you lost a fight in that game, you'd get the penalty and the other guy would get to go free. Huh? That's pretty oh, good. there you go. That's yeah. good. That's so what Anderson happened here. Lo- yeah. yeah, Anderson loses the fight and he gets a double suspension. They may be onto something, Stevie. They may be onto something. You know, and think, think of hockey fights, right? If you, you're going to get twice as many games uh, if you go down like a sack of rocks. You know that. that can, I'm, I'm, okay, imagine the guy trying to get up, Stevie. Yeah. I got to keep fighting. Got to keep fighting. Uh, you did such a though. terrible job in that fight. You need to be suspended. Shame yeah. on you. That's how they, I guess, decided they, on it. I'm sure they'll regroup in the suspension. It was ugly, you gotta, though. You got to match them or something or give the other guy six or give him three. Well, they are definitely appealing. And I will say this, Anderson put a really hard tag on Ramirez. Ramirez mm-hmm. went in sliding into second base head first, and Anderson right. had his glove with the ball in it kind of right there and just smacked it on the top of his head. So that could not have been comfortable, and that's what sort of started things off, I think. And meanwhile... Mm-hmm. Another interesting controversy in baseball. The yeah. Orioles have suspended their announcer, Kevin Brown, removed him indefinitely from the booth for his comments on, well, the team and the truth about the team. The Orioles have had some struggles. They have not had good times in Tampa Bay at Tropicana Field. Mm-hmm. He was basically just pointing out the facts. And, and sometimes you do that to build up the story, right? This is the obstacle they overcame, and now they're awesome. And Mm -hmm. they had only won three of the 18 games in the previous three years combined. And uh, so this is the clip of Kevin Brown's pregame comments back on July 23rd, and this is what the Baltimore Orioles owner had a hissy fit about, and I can't even imagine what the reason was for it. This has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years 
combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the no. Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. I'm sure you're with me, Jimmy, wishing that the death penalty was a thing after hearing those comments from Kevin Brown, the Baltimore Orioles play-by-play guy. Like, I don't know if there's punishment enough. What was that guy thinking, Steve? What? I don't know. I don't I know. mean, I find it, even I find it offensive, Steve. This is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> what, so, so what part of it did he say? What part of it did, did he say? What part of it was wrong? I don't know. <laughs> and in order to tell a good story about how far the Orioles have come and how exciting yeah. it is right now, you have to at least make passing mention. I don't think Kevin Brown did much more than that that they they sucked not that long ago. We have to say yeah. that in order to say how awesome they are now and what a great story this is. But apparently, I guess you're just supposed to sanitize it for Oriole fan protection. It and was sanitized. Yeah. I was I I'm kind of waiting was. for this, Steve, going, I'll tell you what, it's been since 2017 uh, since the Orioles, uh, the Orioles have won a series against Tampa. They're 1-15 they're or something like that. I've been sleeping with the owner's wife. But they're back at it again tonight. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he should, gonna, that's fair. Gonna, that's fair. Okay. Okay. But they got a chance there to to split. You know, speaking of split, I'm sleeping with the owner. You know, something, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing like that in there. Nothing at all. I had to play the whole clip for you just to give you a feel for how innocuous it was. But John Angelos is the Baltimore owner, and he, I guess he took exception to it. And so they suspended him. And Angelos has already been on thin ice with local media in the last year after reneging on a promise to make the Orioles financials public. So obviously super thin skin and a bit of a dumbass, to be honest. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what the owner's done is he's he's allowed this guy to write a nice little letter for a wrongful dismissal or wrongful right. you know, he won't get hired back, right? They won't you don't get suspended. And then so the the owner just gave this guy full full <laughs> uh, slate, Stevie, okay, of how much do you want to ask for for the wrongful dismissal? Yeah. Right, right. Not to mention the fact that it's kind of good PR for the next team to pick them up. So if uh, it's a, it's point. all it is right now is an indefinite suspension. Right. But if, if I'm this guy, uh, Kevin Brown, I'm probably, uh, yeah, I'm definitely keeping my ears open. If somebody's thinking, okay, we're going to bring this guy on, I might go ahead and take that job because – I certainly wouldn't want to have to walk on eggshells. It's a tough right. enough job to not put your foot in your mouth doing the things we do, like live radio, podcasts and things. It's a whole other thing when someone's going to bury you for something stupid like that. Well, I should get the electric chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by comparison. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I firing agree. squad for me. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Good yeah. God. All right, let's take a time out of the program. When we come back, a little hockey talk. Eric Carlson is changing teams. And uh, a big NHL name from the 1970s passed away over the weekend. We'll get to that and more after these words. Introducing the all-new 2023 Ford Bronco Sport, now available at Jim K. Ford. With its rugged design and off-road capabilities, this SUV is built for adventure. Whether you're heading off the beaten path or just cruising around town, the Bronco Sport delivers performance, comfort, and style. With four-wheel drive, terrain management system, and advanced safety technology, you can take on any road with confidence. Adventure awaits at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes! 
Are you looking to buy or sell your home? The Glenn Walton real estate team can certainly help. Glenn helped me sell a home a couple of years ago and did so much for us, including the staging. He hooked us up with a great painter, got a cleaner, even bought new ceiling lights for us, all to make sure our home was looking its best on picture day. All part of his services, part of the deal. And he can do the same for you. Visit glennwalton.com. Now, before, James, we get on to the hockey, hockey, uh, what did you think of the prime minister and his wife calling it a day? They are estranged now. They have announced that they are separating after 18 years of marriage. Justin and Sophie uh, have decided to separate. They they both, uh, you knew it was real when they both put out exactly the same statement on their respective Instagram accounts. I would have left Sophie when I heard her sing. Oh, bad singer? Terrible. Terrible oh. singer, yeah. Terrible singer. Uh, you know you know what's the... Uh, no one's heard of her or heard from her in, I don't know, four or five years. You know, when he... They, I don't know, they made fun of them for a little while. And mm-hmm. I don't know what... I don't know what... Uh, he'd be a hard guy to put up with, Steve. Oh, right? yeah. yeah, I think so. You think he'd be a little difficult to put up with Steve with the, I just found, I find him a little dramatic, Steve, a little over the top, right? Where I could just see him saying, thank you for passing the edamames (laughs) at the dinner table. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you choose that food to pass at the dinner table for the purposes of this story? (laughs) I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, Uh you know, I, I, you know, my dad got in with his dad. Okay. Um, my my dad got in like a lot of guys did with the, with the big Trudeau sweep, mm-hmm. and uh, um, so I'm always in a tough position because his his I, I liked his dad, you know, for obvious reasons. But I thought Trudeau was cool, you know, like him or hate mm-hmm. him. The guy was cool, spoke his mind. I just always found Justin just never being able to sort of speak candidly about anything. I, I, you know, I always thought he would have a hard time. I, I, I didn't think he'd get reelected. Um, and and God God knows, man, you do not want to be a politician this day and age. You know, it was a lot more fun when my dad was in politics. But, um, yeah, I would have left him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there's been some improvements in his time in office. At the start, I found listening to him almost unbearable. And lately, right. I think he's done quite a bit better. Either he's just get, becoming a better actor and in, in, in playing right. the part of prime minister, or maybe there's some authenticity coming out. Not sure. Right. Um, but you know what? When you talk about being off script, I don't know if there's anybody that I'd like to be in charge of the free world more than comedian John Stewart. Oh. I don't know how much you've had a, <laughs> I don't know how much you've had a chance to listen to him no. over the years, but uh, he is the smartest most articulate, most compassionate leader that maybe North America has right now. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you got to spend some time listening to... I mean, Jon Stewart's super funny, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But the whole Daily Show is... That guy, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The whole Daily Show is set up to basically lampoon everything that's going on, you know, in news and politics and all that. But um, he's always been very focused on the politics side of things. And I have right. way more faith and trust in that guy 
taking a leadership role on a grand scale than most of the people that wear a suit and tie that actually have those jobs. What is he dabbling in it? Taking being a politician? No, okay. but he keeps being asked about it. Um, yeah, some hockey stuff before we wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, let's start with Eric Carlson. That's the big one. Certainly in this town here in Ottawa, right. everybody loved Eric Carlson. Uh, defensively, he had his foibles for sure, but won two Norris trophies. 2017, he had a phenomenal run, uh, obviously helping the Sens get all the way to the conference final, and then was traded to San Jose as the Sens started a rebuild. Well, four years later, five years mm-hmm. later now, I guess, uh, he's uh, he's on the move again. The Pittsburgh Penguins, who are already dealing with a bunch of 30-somethings in Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, they bring in another 30-something in the likes of Eric Carlson. It's a three-way deal with San Jose, Montreal in there as well, and uh, Eric Carlson on the move again. It's uh, it's kind of interesting that this guy's being traded as much as he is. He's just a – when the puck is on his stick, he is phenomenal. But he ran into injury trouble, and people mm-hmm. thought, okay, well, I guess he's on his way out. And then last year it seemed like, I don't know, the ankle magically healed, and he got a – for the first time in, well, since his Ottawa days, had a full 82-game season, and James became the first defenseman in over 30 years to score 100 points in a single season. Since wow. Brian Leach, your old buddy. Yeah, I knew I knew he was rolling there, yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, Stevie, yeah. I don't, what they pay, what, what's, what's the deal? Four years left on his eight-year deal that pays him $11.5 million dollars. And and Pittsburgh did pretty well. They 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 unloaded some some bad contracts. At the same time, San Jose takes on one point five million per year of the salary. So I thought they did pretty well overall. But that's uh, that's still a very wealthy contract. And uh, for a guy who's thirty three, what will he be at thirty seven? All that talk. So well, uh, some people yeah. love the deal. Some people say, oh, they're going to regret that. They're old already. See, before we go. Uh, I, I said, Warren's going to love this. So <clears throat> I've, I've stayed back in Sudbury. I'm doing some work, a couple more life stories, and I'm playing a few games of golf. I'm back, Stevie, by the way. I'm back. Right. I had a full range session yesterday. I'm coming back. <clears throat> so um, I go to a uh, – I play golf Friday uh, with a bunch of guys. They got a big They got a big sort of men's league on Friday. They got their Wednesday group and their Friday. There's 65 guys. Uh, anyway, it's a riot, right? They, they do it every Friday, and then – and then wives and girlfriends come over to the golf course after, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a guy on the guitar playing and all that shit, okay? So I'm sitting, and a lot of people get drunk, Stevie, okay? And I'm sitting talking to this guy, Stevie, okay? His name's Jason, Jason Moran. Super pleasant guy, Steve. Real happy drunk, okay? Um, you there, Stevie? I'm here. Okay, so super happy drunk, and he's... He's, I, you know, I, I, I did the gig on the Friday of the tournament, the big, the big uh, auction and stuff with the players, and, and anyways, he's super nice guys and complicated, you know, he's, he's very complimentary, and he, you know, he listened to some of these stories I was telling about my old hockey days and shit like that, right? And uh, he goes, oh, that's cool, man. Oh, that's really cool. You know, that's, that's great. And I'm like, so how are you? You know, he's, like, yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, good. I go, what'd you, what'd you shoot today? You know, I was okay. You know, I was 84. And then uh, my buddy ran over me with a power car. Uh, anyway, I doubled <laughs> the last hole. <laughs> so I got, I said, what? Because, yeah, I doubled the last hole. 
I said, no, no, back, back up one, back up one, back, back up one hole. Dude got flattened, Stevie, by a power cart. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That, well, I told you the story about my ex-wife, right? Rolling uh, the power cart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. right. She rolled in this big power cart. She's back. She like shattered her pelvis and broke ribs on both sides. She's back working. Anyway, this guy's like, Stevie, like he jumped. I guess he jumped up like Maxwell Smart. He was leaning down, Steve, okay, tying his shoe. Right. Okay. And uh, he's tying his shoe, so you're looking down. And as he looks up, the the power cart is coming at him full steam and, and runs him over. Wow. And he goes up through the windshield of the power cart and out and somehow out the back of the thing, like over wow. the, over the, Jesus. That's anyway, crazy. This guy's like, I mean, what do you, what do you mean a rubber dude? He's like, whatever, you know, I, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great after a PGA event? Like, you know, when they get into the, into the media area and the first thing they do is go through their entire card talking about each shot, basically, each hole, say, yeah. I don't know, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, in 17, I got the birdie. Uh, 18, after the tee shot, I got run over. And then I uh, <laughs> just sort of throwing yeah, it in yeah. there. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're playing We're playing down at the Players' Championship there, and I, I reach in to pluck my ball, and, I, and an alligator bit my uh, testicles off, anyway, oh, and geez. I bogeyed the last song. Holy God. <laughs> wow. All right, well, call it quits there. It's getting silly. It's getting silly. It really is. Uh, Well, I didn't get to that story, but a tip of the cap and a sky point to Gilles Gilbert, the former Boston Bruins goalie. Of course, Guy Lafleur passed away last year. One of the most famous goals in NHL history, at least of the 1970s, Guy Lafleur's uh, game-tying goal against the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup semifinal. And Gilles Gilbert passed away over the weekend. And uh, yeah, so like I say, sky point in honor of Gilles Gilbert. Don't forget that our website is stevewproject.com. Anything you want to know about the show, all our contact info is right there. James, enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.